As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Danielle Wiley hosts a great podcast called The Art of Sway. Danielle, tell us what you talk about on the show. The Art of Sway brings listeners inside the world of marketing as seen through the lens of influence. So each week I chat with an expert guest for a lively discussion about connecting ideas with audiences in an attempt to uncover all the ways influence impacts how and what we discover, purchase, and recommend to each other. Wow. And where can people subscribe? Go to theartofswaypodcast.com. Find the show at marketingpodcasts.net or search for The Art of Sway wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome to the Fearless Business Podcast, sharing with you the business behind running a business. We're your hosts, Jamie Lieberman and Mary Clavier. Each week, we'll be bringing you great guests, insights from our experiences, and a behind-the-scenes look at all the topics you may be afraid to tackle in your business, but shouldn't be. So sit back, get comfy, and let's get started. Welcome to episode 161 of the Fearless Business Podcast. This is Jamie, and I'm here with my co-host Mary today. And today we have a very, very cool, and I'm very excited about this, and I've said very um, about 150 times now, that's how happy I am about this interview today with Julie Ball of Sparkle Hustle Grow. Yes, I'm very excited about this too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have so much enthusiasm as we record this on Monday morning. Yeah, very, very different from Monday afternoons, I have to say. Isn't that interesting? Maybe we should record yeah. on Monday mornings instead. Maybe. Although I feel not as awake. Maybe we did some kind of role reversal. I don't know. Yeah, it's possible. I think by the time we record on Monday afternoons, I feel Monday rage. Yes. <laughs> Everything has gone wrong. <laughs> I haven't had time to do the things I wanted to do. Yeah. It's, yes. Yes. It's and not... Mondays feel very different now than they used to, I feel like. Because I don't know, I look at the week differently with like school and all the stuff. I don't know. But That's true. I hear you on that. Yeah. Ever since I made the decision in the beginning of the year to stop working on weekends, I do feel more of a boundary between weekend and weekday. But for a very long time, I didn't have that boundary at all. It was just everything just blended into each other. Yeah. 
makes a difference. Yeah, it does. It really does. Anyway, that's not our topic today. No, on a tangent, but Jamie is very, very excited for today and for our guest. Well, I actually told this. So I met Julie recently, um, and I did a little bit of work with Julie, which was really exciting. But when I was introduced to Julie by a mutual friend, I actually like I got really excited. Because I have so much respect for the business that Julie's created. I meet a lot of people and there's some like, I just talk to so many cool people on a weekly basis. But this one really hit me. I was like, oh man, I've followed, I've followed Julie's business for the last like probably five years. And I've seen her subscription box grow and the courses that she creates and the information that she provides on her podcast about subscription boxes. And I feel like she's just really one of the people who's been talking about it, doing it. And she brings so much energy to the business. I was like, oh my gosh, I want this person in my circle. I want to know Julie. So I was very excited when she said she'd come on and talk about her journey. But it made me think about like all the other people that we sort of have like a lot of business respect for. True. Yeah, that happened to me recently in a in a Facebook group that I'm in. I saw the founder of Jiggy Puzzles. She she made a post. Kaylin is her name. And I haven't met her, but she made a post and I was like, oh my gosh, she's in this group. And I felt like, wow, that's so cool. Um, because I love her puzzles and have gifted them to friends. So I love that. I feel like the quintessential though for you is is your woman, Sarah Blakely. I mean, obvious, <laughs> obviously, it's Sarah Blakely. Obviously. But you take a lot of inspiration from her and there is so I much do. value from that. Yes. And I, I mean, I think, she, I, I mean, how much time do we have? I think she's fantastic. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, for me having one product, three SKUs in a product business and her having, I don't even know how many she has, but she started with one product and she made, how much did she make from her first? I forget, but she made a lot. She was very successful with just her first like flagship product. And it's like, it's just very inspiring, like her whole process. Yeah. $4 million her first year in business off a $20 item. Did I, she really? I my, yeah. I have it on my uh, screensaver on my phone. I love it. I did not know that about her. I know I have a lot of respect for what she's created and who she is and what she does, but I don't know as much about her um, as yeah. you do. That's that's an incredible fact. It's more like her mindset, what she's just what she went after and not sharing her idea until she really put it out there, but then really putting it out there. I mean, she was on Oprah. She's done so many, so many things and super, super inspiring. Okay, I'll stop now for a little no. bit. No, I will say one more thing. I will say one more thing. <laughs> Um, I, th I don't know if we talked about this before. My mom won one of the grants. My mom has a bridal shop mm -hmm. and she won one of the grants from Sarah Blakely's foundation. Mm -hmm. She gave, so she gets a red backpack from it and she gave the red backpack to me and I posted about it on Instagram and Sarah Blakely commented on my post. If you scroll back in my feed. Yeah. And I pinned it. It's the only, po it's the only comment I've ever pinned on an Instagram. Did post. you pass out? I almost passed out. <laughs> I can imagine that moment where you saw she, you must have, yeah. I was like, what? you must have like, for lack of yeah. a better word, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. Donna bleep that out because we're yeah. clean, but I don't have another word for it because yeah. I probably would have done the same way. It would be like if Ruth Bader Ginsburg had commented there on one go. of my Instagram posts, there you go. <laughs> I would have myself. Sorry for the two bleeps down. <laughs> so I think there's value to, to, to the, the person who like the odds are we'll never meet, right? But we may meet them once and the impact will be far greater on us than it is on them. But there's also value, I think, to the people who are your peers 
that you really respect and um, think so highly of what it is that they're doing. Uh, because one, meeting them, knowing them, and sort of getting to be in a circle with them can elevate you, particularly if you're peers. But it also just sort of gives you from an outsider just looking in, just saying, hey, this is a cool way that somebody's built something and you can just take inspiration from it, not copying. That's not what I'm saying because the businesses are all completely different. But if they do something in the way that they run their business, then you know you certainly can be inspired by that. And also even reaching out to the, those people and just saying, hey, I love what you're doing. I think it's awesome. I know as an entrepreneur, when someone sends me an email and says, this is incredible. I love what you've done. It feels really, really good. It really does. Yeah, I've I've gotten those emails before too and it's it's really fun. And I agree. I I mean there's so many people. I mean, I run a community so and this is part of the reason why because I love so much about hearing different people's businesses, seeing what they do, kind of talking and sharing and there's so many things to like so many things that I think I'm like, wow, that's so complex. I would not even want to go there and I'm like, but look what they're like look what they're doing and it it's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. I get, I gain so much from my clients and watching them scale and and grow their businesses. And it's, uh, you get a lot from that. There's so much value. I mean, you talk about community uh, this month and I, you know, we've talked about it so many times, but there's so much value to it. But just having those business owners that you're like, yeah, I like how you run your business. I like how you market your business. I'm really interested in how you've scaled it's helpful to to know those people, talk to those people, support them. You know, another person that I have a crazy amount of respect is Kate All at Simple Pin Media. The business that she's built is awesome. And I've I've known Kate for quite some time. And I have so much respect. I tell her this all the time. Like I have so much respect for what she's built, how she's built it. She has a huge staff and that's it's virtual. That's tough. Um, and she manages it so well. So I, I love what she's done and created and watching business owners who are innovative, but then they shift or pivot or change, seeing those changes, how their businesses have changed over time. They're, it's it's great to be connected with people like that. Yes. Kate is amazing. I know anytime I hear her on a podcast and she shares part of her story, I'm just like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> right. I know. I feel yeah. the same. I, I've, we've had her on. I got to, I'm going to yeah. note to self, invite Kate back. Yeah. But now that we've gone on and on about Julie and, and all of the people that we have respect for, not all of them, we've touched on like four. There are many, many more. Yeah. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about Julie if you don't know her so we can get on to the interview. Julie Ball is your subscription box business coach. She is the founder and chief sparkler of Sparkle Hustle Grow, an award-winning multi-six-figure subscription box and online community for female entrepreneurs. She leads thousands of women through personal development and business training in a way that's fun and supportive. And through her coaching programs, podcast, and book, she has helped hundreds of aspiring subscription box business owners turn their ideas into reality. Corporate girl turned entrepreneur, wife, mom, outdoor enthusiast, music lover, featured in Forbes, Business Insider, USA Today, Pop Sugar, and more. She is a force, and I think you're really going to enjoy this interview, so let's get to it. I am very excited to announce the launch of the UnBusiness School, Hashtag Legal's new course offerings. In our first round of classes, we've created a series of mini classes on the following topics. 
business formation, contracts, trademark, copyright, and terms and conditions and privacy. Whether you are a designer, developer, creator, or you own your own brick and mortar business, we will be breaking down the topics you need to know that can confuse many business owners. We've capped all videos at 20 minutes to make sure we get the most important subjects without all of the unnecessary legal jargon. You can choose the mini class you want, or you can buy a bundle and make a masterclass. We are here to provide you confidence to make decisions about your business. You no longer have to fear the legal side of your business because you'll be empowered to make decisions and will know when you need to ask for help. For more information, go to school.hashtag-legal.com backslash the unbusiness school. I am so excited. I'm here today with Julie Ball of Sparkle Hustle Grow. And Julie, you may not know this, but um, before you and I met or started working together, I had a bit of like a business owner crush on you. You didn't. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. I did. I never even told you that because I had to be really cool when we first met. But now that we're talking not on a podcast or in connection with like legal work, um, I can actually say that to you on the podcast. I have watched your business grow and I've been aware of what you've done for like a really, really long time. And when we were connected by a mutual friend, I definitely had a like, oh my God, it's so cool. I get to meet Julie. Well, now I'm blushing. (laughs) So welcome to the show. Thank you for agreeing to come on and chatting with me. Absolutely. I love to talk shop, so I am happy to be here. Yes, thank you. So before we get started, please introduce yourself. Tell everyone who you are and what you do. Sure. I am the founder and chief sparkler at Sparkle Hustle Grow. If you haven't heard of that, it's a business building membership and subscription box for female entrepreneurs. Every month, we send out a box of goodies with stationery, office supplies, tech gadgets, and personal development books. And then as a community, we go through the books together. We do business training and we connect and collaborate and empower each other. It's such such a blessing to be able to say, this is what I do for a living. And so I started that back in 2016. And since then, it's, you know, that's almost five years. So since then, I've also become a coach to help other women start their own subscription box business. But a little bit about me, I am, I live in Western North Carolina in the Asheville area with my husband and daughter. She is 10 and our little mini Labradoodle, mini Labradoodle Bobo. And um, I love the outdoors. I love music. I love speaking in gifts. They're my love language. And I love travel. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. Oh my gosh. I love it. This is why we get along so well. We have so much in common. And I would love to know how you came up with the idea for Sparkle Hustle Grow because nobody was doing that back then. Right. So subscription boxes were a thing, but they weren't real popular yet. I will take it back a few years. Um, 2011 is I was in my last corporate job. I was a corporate ladder climber. And when I got pregnant with my daughter in 20, we had her in 2011, it gave me this mindset shift that I no longer wanted to work for the man and, you know, commute into the city every day. I was living in the Charlotte, North Carolina area. And so at that time with my background, I figured all I needed was 
an internet connection and some small book of business. And so I started freelancing and then eventually created a, an agency to help women launch their brands. So it was all about brand building, websites, logos, social media, that type of thing. Fast forward a few years into 2016, we moved to the Asheville, North Carolina area. And I was still working this agency angle. And I just started getting really lonely behind the scenes. All my work was digital. I was living in a new community where I didn't have my my friends and neighbors as part of my life yet. You know, I just moved in. And I, I knew that I thrived in community and thought to myself, well, I just need to build one. I just need to build my community because I know that's what I need. And I know that so many other women business owners need this just from talking with them because it oftentimes feels like we're on an island when we're doing business. So often we are wearing all the hats and we're a solopreneur. I was I was working the agency and decided that I needed something to bring me a little bit of joy. And one of those things in my new community where, you know, I hadn't made friends yet, I would get happy mail and it would just bring me this joy. That happy mail was subscription boxes, things like Stitch Fix, which is a subscription box that sends you clothing. Things like Yogi Surprise, which is a subscription box for yoga enthusiasts, at, you know, giving you things that might help your practice. And I noticed the joy that I felt when I got these boxes in the mail. And in trying to serve that same community that I was serving with my agency, I thought, oh, I wonder if I sent a box to women business owners, if they would, if that would bring them joy and if it would bring them together and feel like they are, you know, successful and empowered and feeling just a little bit of love, like treating yourself. So I literally looked back at my own expenses to see what I was spending my money on as a female entrepreneur, because I'm my own target audience. And very, it was very easy to see where I was spending my money. It was books and courses. It was office supplies, because I like bright, beautiful office supplies that are going to inspire me versus just a plain black or blue pen. When I saw those those expenses, I thought, well, if I just put these in a box and I ship them, maybe that will be, you know, maybe it'll have legs. And I didn't know. I started this as a side hustle, started putting the feelers out there, did what we call a pre-launch. And during a pre-launch, just like for any business, while you're working on the back end of building out the business, on the front end, you're growing your audience and you're validating your idea. And it became clear very quickly that women were interested in this and not just for the box of stuff though, but also for the personal development and then the community that was surrounding it. So launched in October, 2016, sending our first boxes, only sold, sent about 45 that first month. But within nine months, I was able to replace my full-time income and shift my business model and go all in on Sparkle Hustle Grow. There is so much that I want to unpack about the story. It is an incredible one. And one of the reasons I wanted to interview you is because this month we're talking about, so you started a business. Let's, we do themes at the Fearless Business Podcast. And one mm -hmm. of the things, and literally our two themes are community. <laughs> and you started a business now, like how did you start it? What did you do? What were some of the things that came up? My biggest takeaway from everything that you've described is this intangible that gave you success, which is you just thought about what you love doing, <laughs> what you needed as a business owner, and you're like, I'm just going to make it. And I think yeah. some of the most successful businesses start that way. Yes, I would agree. And it's funny because I, I never really realized it. Well, not never, but it took me years to realize it that 
even though the word hustle is in my business name, I believe that we can define the hustle. It doesn't have to be that hustle, hustle, hustle mentality that we oftentimes see, but the hustle is what you make of it. And with my team, we have seasons of hustle. We have seasons of rest, but it's funny. One of the, the KPIs, key performance indicators that we use in our business. Yes, we look at churn and retention and revenue and all that stuff. But we also look at ease, ease of doing business and the joy that are the things that we're doing, like the projects, are those projects bringing us joy? And when I look back at Sparkle Hustle Grow, I didn't even realize it, but that's those were some of my real guiding principles as the idea was coming together. Oh my gosh. I this it, it I know we have such different businesses, although not really. I mean, even though you have a product-based business, yours truly is a service that you're providing. And at Hashtag Legal, we do the exact same thing. And I'm not even kidding when I tell you like that was the, your, the way that you founded Sparkle Hustle Grow and and your trajectory was almost identical to mine down to the year because in 2011, I had my oldest son and that was my moment where I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. (laughs) And I left to create something that I wanted to create for myself that fit my, you know, my values and and how I wanted to work. Um, And that's incredible. So I love that you obviously approach this from um, not only just the numbers, which are critical. And we've talked, we talk about that a lot on the podcast, just you got to know your numbers, you got to dig in deep, you got to know whether or not it's making money. But also from that, that feeling of do I like doing this? Do I want to do this? Do people respond to this? Yeah. And a little story I'd like to tell here is I'm a very ambitious type A type of person. And when I tell people that I cap our membership, our subscriber numbers, right around the 1200 number, like we never intend to go over 1500 members because that is a sweet spot for us. It is where I feel fulfilled, where I can still give my team generous compensation and they still feel good about not being spread too thin. It's a good number for our members where they feel like they're a part of something, but when it's not, when it's super big community, you start to lose that intimacy, that, that opportunity to really connect with other people. I've had a lot of people say, well, don't you ever want 5,000, 10,000, you know, hundred thousand subscribers. And I'm like, no way you're crazy. That just sounds stressful to me. And I, I realized that that is the path and the trajectory for some people. And that's awesome. But I think and I, I practice what I preach when it comes to build a business that feels good for you. Don't build a business to prove a point or to be the biggest and the best at something like serve, figure out what's that sweet spot that you can really serve your customers well, but that you still can set your boundaries and enjoy it and just not be in that season of hustle all the time. I, I, we, I do the same thing at hashtag legal. We have a capped number of clients that we'll take on at any given time. Um, and we, and you know, I, I certainly have the occasion where I could hire a lot more people and take on a lot more clients. But for me, my happiness is knowing that I've had a conversation with every single client that we work with. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't do that if I kept hiring and I couldn't do that Mm -hmm. if we kept taking on and I'd lose that one-on-one that's really important to me. So even though like you, we have staff that do do work for us, we know what's going on. And that is a value I share as well. And I find really important. And that's where my happiness comes from too. 
Yeah. And it's not for lack of ambition. It's no. that you, that we have clarity. Yeah. And I like that. So when you started out, you know, because a lot of people listening, particularly now because of what, you know, the, the solo episode I did was like, you're starting a business or maybe you started it a while ago, but you're floundering and you just sort of don't know where you're going. Did you know this when you started the box that you would have this moment where you'd say, okay, I'm, I'm going to shut it down at this point? Or was this, did this evolve over time? Oh yeah. It evolved over time. Like I mentioned, I started the subscription box business as a side hustle. It, it seems silly now when I look back, but it, my original game plan was, well, if I send these boxes and they, I, you know, gain their no love and trust factor, then maybe they'll hire me to make their website. And I'm oh. like, wow, that's the most ex- like most expensive lead magnet in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so you, I, I think back of that, like how backwards that was. But again, I was just dipping my toe in the water as a side hustle because it was going to bring me joy. And there's so, it is so fun to see an idea turn into a physical product. That was just a lot of fun. Now, when I hit that nine month mark and I replaced my full time income, that was when the light bulb moment what came up and it was like, okay, now what? Um, at that point, I stopped taking new clients to my web agency and I started a game plan for phasing out current clients because I was on some annual contracts, you know, retainer sell. And so I got them replacements and I phased out client, the um, web agency clients so I could go all in on the subscription box business. But I didn't, I did not know that was going to happen. There was no one that was leading that charge, that path in the subscription box world, especially from um, a woman's leadership perspective. I didn't have a coach to tell me this was what was going to happen. I had a spreadsheet. And when I figured out the, that, you know, when you sell a hundred boxes versus a thousand boxes and what that income looks like, that's how I figured it out. And so often when you were saying, so you started a business so often we stumble into those things or, you know, we piece it together. So I was right there with you. And that is such a valuable lesson because I think a lot of people pause and this is where I see uh, clients or just other entrepreneurs when they get stuck in the analysis of just like, should I do this? Should I do this? Should I do this in this endless loop of not acting? Mm -hmm. Um, It sounds to me like, well, and I can hear you say, I mean, you mentioned type A, which, um, but you're, you plan. I mean, you clearly have had a plan this entire time, but it sounds to me like you're flexible in that plan and you're willing to change the plan and alter the plan so long as the data supports it. Yes. I'm a natural action taker and solutions finder. So if there's a problem in the business, whether that is, okay, that revenue wasn't high enough to cover expenses or that um, marketing campaign was too expensive. I like to pivot quickly or what you might call cut bait, like figure out when do you need to cut bait. Yeah. And one of the things that I really disliked about corporate America was that chain of command when you wanted to pivot or when you needed to make a change. And that's one of the things I love about being my own boss and having a team that is also flexible. When we come up with new ideas, we map them out and we ask ourselves lots of questions about, you know, how do we execute this? Is this going to be literally, is this going to be a pain in the butt or can we automate a lot of this? Yes. <laughs> um, how, like, like how heavy is the lifting, you know, is the question. Um, but also what are, what's the probability of success? How is this going to get us to our goals? And 
you, I believe that you have to be flexible. And I think we all learned that some of us the hard way in 2020 when it comes to, okay, I have a brick and mortar store, but people can no longer walk into my brick and mortar store. How do I change that? And adding a subscription box as an additional stream of revenue for people like that literally saved their businesses. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, I, I have learned um, over the years that and I've sort of observed and and I'm lucky that I have a bit of an audience of uh, being able to, you know, see lots of different business owners and different parts of their businesses. And the ones that are the most successful I have found are the ones who act quick who do their research, but they're not afraid to fail with it. Because I'm sure as we all have, you've launched things that haven't worked. (laughs) Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And in fact, in 2018, we did a work hard, play hard retreat, where there was I think there was like 30 or 40 of us. And one of the most successful panels or presentations was our failure panel, where we had four or five of us up there telling a story of what we failed at and how we learned from it. It was the best. It's the it's a gift sometimes to yes. have that failure because one, you get over the fear of it, and mm-hmm. you're not you know just completely paralyzed from it, and it allows you to act because you know you'll survive it. <laughs> right, right. We I was listening to uh, I was working out on the Peloton app just a day or two ago, and she said. You've made it through 100% of your bad days. Yes, that's... And that's the same thing with failures. You've Who made said it that? Of your... mm, I have to look back. Oh it was, um, I have a Peloton. An outdoor, it was an outdoor walk run interval. I have to look back. Oh my gosh, I love it. Maybe it was Robin. She does those. I, yeah, I, have, a, I have a Peloton too. So I, I use that app all the time. And they have sometimes nice. have those great gems. I love that you... Tell me a little bit more about how um, this pivot in 2020 that you saw with some business owners with subscription boxes. Because I feel like... I mean, I certainly have a lot of inquiries that come into the practice where like, I want to launch a subscription box. And you're always the person that I push them to. I'm like, this is who you need to go look at. And you need to listen to, you know, look at all of her content. And she's got great resources. But people are afraid of it, because it's, it feels like a big undertaking. How did some of those people who maybe did have a brick and mortar shift to the subscription box? How were they able to do it quick enough? Um, And, you know, what was what did that process look like? First, thank you for referring me to your clients. I appreciate that. Of course. And um, there are there's a couple of different ways you could do this. You know, when you have an online store already, it's pretty easy to add it as an additional stream of revenue. For example, a lot of boutique owners or shop owners might sell using a Shopify website. Well, there's an app called Recharge that you can add on to your Shopify website that allows you to add products that have that recurring renewal. So for example, maybe your customer buys on the 15th of March, then it would automatically renew them on the 15th of April. It's that ongoing automatic charge. Most cart software does not work like that like right out of the box. You usually have to add something to that. For those who are running a Shopify store, add recharge, create a subscription product, and then you start shipping. You know, you curate whatever your monthly box is. And a lot of times subscription boxes are based around a theme, similar to what you were talking about with your podcast, who have a monthly theme. And then you curate your products that are based around that theme. And then you choose when you're going to ship and you can just ship them all at the same time. Um, there's, there's different models and I cover that in my podcast, you know, things like 
batch shipping versus ongoing shipping, um, different types of renewals. So I would refer to your your listeners to Subscription Box Basics. That's my podcast. But the other way that I really think it's easy to do, if you don't even have a website, CrateJoy.com is one of the easiest ways to get started with the Subscription Box business. That's the actual software that we use in my bootcamp course because it's easy. When it comes to CrateJoy, think of it, there's two different ways you can look at CrateJoy. One, there's a CrateJoy marketplace. And to put that in perspective, think of Etsy. Etsy is a marketplace of handmade goods. CrateJoy is a marketplace of subscription boxes. So you can list your subscription box on there and get sales in that marketplace. CrateJoy also offers an all-in-one software, which is what we actually use at Sparkle Hustle Grow, and we've been using since 2016. Mm-hmm. It is easy. It is. It helps you get up and running quickly, and it's affordable. They have a couple different levels of, you know, if you're going to build your whole website on there, or if you're just using it as a cart function on an already existing website. For example, SparkleHustleGrow.com is built with a WordPress front end. And then we use CrateJoy for the back end. So there are a lot of moving parts because it's not just one and done. You are selling a product that you're going to send on a month over month basis. But think about, wouldn't you like that recurring revenue? Like get that cash flow moving again, especially if you're a brick and mortar store and your foot traffic is significantly reduced. That is that is awesome advice. Yes, I wanted to make sure that we touched on that because I know you're such an expert in that area. Um, but I'd love to go back to community as well because I know you're. Mm-hmm. I am in your Facebook community because I had the honor of of talking, speaking to them about intellectual property, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you have a really engaged community. So one of the more engaged communities because I'm in a lot of them. <laughs> Um, I'd be curious to see, um, I know, I imagine that you have a wide range of type of people that are in there based on their, um, where they are in their business, but the ones starting out, what kind of questions do you typically see that they're asking or needs that they have when, when a business owner is just starting out? That's interesting that you ask that because the, the engagement in our group is so often geared toward our monthly theme. You don't see as many of those, you know, starter questions as you do questions about the book of the month or mm. the training of the month. But the ones that I see most often, I feel like are based around software. Hmm. What software do you use for this? What software do you use for collecting emails? What software do you use for your accounting? Those types of things. I think it's important to have the right set of software. But just remember, you can always change along the way. What worked for me in 2016 might not work for me now. Now, CrateJoy is that one software that we've used the same over the last almost five years. But we've switched email platforms. We've switched accounting softwares. And that's okay. You got to find what works for you. I think that would be one of the questions that is asked most frequently. And I think the other thing is too, people need accountability. They mm. they want to hear what other people are doing. They like when we push them. Things like if we make a post and we say, comment done if you did the training from this month. They really love that because as I mentioned before, sometimes we feel like we're on an island when we are running our own business. We're working from home, so we might not have that physical interaction with, with customers. And we're behind the screen a lot by ourselves a lot. Yeah, <laughs> so it's lonely. Having, 
it can be for yeah. sure. And I think that's what's important about the community is we can we can provide a sounding board. We can provide accountability. And it's really interesting. I think back, I think this was maybe month three in my business. I, I regularly survey my subscribers saying, what do you love? What do you wish we had? How can we do better? Those types of things. And I, I recommend that everyone does that with their customers. But I, I very significantly remember month three, in business with Sparkle Hustle Grow, I started asking people the question, why did you join? Mm. And, and then the second, the follow-up question was, why did you stick around? Because on average, people are staying six, seven, eight months with us. That's and awesome. The, the one thing, the answers to those questions was everybody joined for the stuff. Big surprise, right? We joined <laughs> for the stuff, shiny object syndrome. But they stuck around for the community because they valued it so much. And that was a huge light bulb moment for me where I, I thought to myself, I'm not alone in that I need community. And this has got to be part of our marketing. Part of our core mission is to provide that safe community. My gosh, you've given so much incredible information and advice. And I'm so grateful for you for taking the time. I would love it if you tell all of our listeners where they can find you. And I know you have a special little deal too for them. We are at Sparkle Hustle Grow on both Instagram and Facebook. SparkleHustleGrow.com is where you can find more information about the membership and the box we send. And then if you're interested in actually starting a subscription box business or adding it to your existing business, then I suggest you start over on the podcast. It's subscription box basics. And if you more are more of a pen and paper kind of person, then I actually have a lot of that content in a 30 day workbook as well over on Amazon. So depending on what you, how you like to work, if you like to listen, or if you like the pen and paper, we've got something to serve you. And if you are thinking about trying out Sparkle Hustle Grow, you can get a special discount using the coupon code LEGAL. And that's for Jamie and her listeners. So I hope you give us a shout um, over on Instagram. Contact me in the DMs if you have any questions. I'm in there all the time. But check us out at sparklehustlegrow.com. Thank you, Julie. This was awesome. Yeah, it was super fun chatting with you. Thanks for having me. I am very excited to announce the launch of the Unbusiness School, Hashtag Legal's new course offerings. In our first round of classes, we've created a series of mini classes on the following topics, business formation, contracts, trademark, copyright, and terms and conditions and privacy. Whether you are a designer, developer, creator, or you own your own brick and mortar business, we will be breaking down the topics you need to know that can confuse many business owners. We've capped all videos at 20 minutes to make sure we get the most important subjects without all of the unnecessary legal jargon. You can choose the mini class you want, or you can buy a bundle and make a masterclass. We are here to provide you confidence to make decisions about your business. You no longer have to fear the legal side of your business because you'll be empowered to make decisions and will know when you need to ask for help. For more information, go to school.hashtag-legal.com backslash the unbusiness school. She's incredible. I Subscription know. boxes are no joke.
I'm telling you, she's brilliant. And the cool thing is for all of our listeners, she has offered $5 off your first month of Sparkle Hustle Grow if you use the code legal. And we will drop that into the show notes as well. I liked that she used legal. It was cool. Yeah. So we'd love to hear from you guys about who you look up to in business. If there's an entrepreneur you want to give a shout out to, um, if there's somebody even that you'd like us to interview because you've never met them. If you are not a member of our Facebook group, you can find us at Fearless Business Podcast HQ on Facebook, also at fearlessbusinesspodcast.com or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. As always, we love and appreciate any reviews, so please leave a review wherever you listen. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. We'd love it if you'd subscribe and share this podcast. Reviews are amazing too. Please visit fearlessbusinesspodcast.com for more information. If you'd like to connect with Jamie, visit hashtag legal.com. And if you'd like to connect with Mary, visit thetransitionscollective.com. Thanks so much and we'll see you next time. You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Steve Turney hosts a great podcast geared toward mental health marketers called The Boost. Steve, tell listeners what you cover on the show. The Boost is our podcast, and the tagline is conversations with people promoting mental health, and that's what it is. So it's marketers, company executives, therapists, and mental health advocates talking about what they're doing to move this industry and this important thing called mental health forward. Amazing. And where can people subscribe? I'm big on LinkedIn, so you can find us there, just uh, slash Steve Turney, or you can find the show at marketingpodcasts.net or search for The Boost wherever you get your podcasts. You heard him. Go subscribe. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.